Hey, and welcome to finally another episode of the Rugby Report Card. It's been a while between drinks, but uh, with me this week is uh, Jim. How are you, mate? Good, mate. It's been a hot minute, hasn't it? It has been a hot minute, mate. And talking of a hot minute, how are you, Blake? Mate, I'm good. Glad to be back after uh, forgetting to press record last week. <laughs> yeah, no, we got, do you know what? It was, it was our best stuff. I'm not going to lie. Dude, the stats were out of the fucking, out of this world. The number of times we've done it, eh, on when we've just struck audio gold, oral gold, and we, um, you're a child. It's, it's a phrase I avoid. You're a child, eh? A-U-R, man. A-U-R-A-L, gold. Um, and you just get to the end of it and Blake didn't push record. Just disappointing, Blake. Why did you do that to us, man? We changed the roles. Jim was the host. Richard was the knowledgeable one. I was doing the comedy. No, 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 no. Hang on. Hang on a minute. Don't, don't mess around. Nobody yeah, believes yeah. Nobody no, believes yeah. that I'm knowledgeable, man. Come on, I'm the problem. Richard, Come on. Richard was doing the comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, talking of uh, comedy, I'm excited about Good today's pod, day. though. Yeah, it was outstanding. It was a good one. Um, talk about today's pod, though. We're going to do it in a couple of sections. Got some great questions out on there. Had Rennie on it, didn't we? Had Rennie on for the last 15 He minutes. popped in for a bit, got the guitar out. So yeah. that's the song. It was the whole yeah. thing. And it was straight after Connor got dropped. He came on too. Yeah, he, he was sad too. Yeah, there was there were there was friction between them when they were both on. Wasn't yeah, there? yeah. Then oh yeah. Ah well, next time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> uh, some great questions on the on, on Twitter today, which we're going to go through, and a little bit of a challenge. We we're going to redo the challenge. Jim won last week, uh, so let's see if Blake can get a bit of uh, get a bit of a revenge this week. Uh, One nil, baby. <laughs> um, so I just want to talk a bit of rugby news, first of all. So obviously, since the last time we chatted, uh, the the dawn of uh, or the, the the return of the All Blacks, what did you think of their performance? Very briefly, and are you excited about this weekend uh, with obviously the, re- the the legs, Australia, South Africa, and Argentina, New Zealand? What do you think, Jim? Oh, great. Love to see them back at the top where they belong. No, you don't. Um, <laughs> unfortunate for South Africa, which really, you know, that was their opportunity to really put a foot down before the World Cup. Couldn't get it done in the end. Um, but uh, look, it was either that or New Zealand was going to blow up. Um, I, I'm just concerned at, at uh, the, the blowing up comment. But Jim, uh, Blake, what would you say? Yeah, how good. How was the atmosphere before that game? It was like a World Cup final. There was something really special about that game. Um, I actually agree with Jim that um, I'm happy to see the Kiwis back on top and the the, the Bockies come back a peg. Um, it, it keeps the whole thing spicy. Um, and and you got to give it to the All Blacks. We've been talking about how shite they are. Winning in South Africa against that juggernaut is no joke, and they got the job done. And you're right. I think it's uh, it continues to uh, to build the brand that anybody could beat anyone on the day. You know, you don't want a team that becomes the the number one. You know, by such a huge distance that it becomes a bit boring. So the fact that mm. uh, that the Kiwis brought it back, I think, really builds into the narrative that any one of six to eight teams could could win the World Cup. Well, maybe not that many, but maybe six teams could win the next World Cup. So that's really exciting. And for this weekend, it's a shame that New Zealand now play Argentina because it would have been nice to to build to build on that. Um, if they'd have played, obviously, in the Blunderslow or another South Africa game. But, yeah, it was a good, good game. But I think we should gloss over the Australia Wallaby team. Or what, uh, sorry, the uh, Argentina Wallaby game. Because it was really the Wallabies C team versus Argentina. No, we can't really garner too much from it. No? I do love glossing over a Wallaby loss. So, uh, colour me happy, Richard. Um, I think the big story to come out of this is, hmm, I was wrong, right? Certainly not a fullback. 
Um, if you can't catch her up and under, she's going to get slaughtered in international rugby. Sorry, um, Blake, you, you cut out there. What was the first part you said of that sentence? You were what? Sorry? Eh? You, you said were you wrong. Were, oh, wrong. Sorry. Just yeah, I see what you've done there. Uh, yeah, we just didn't catch a high ball and it killed us. It absolutely annihilated us. It was a disgrace. Uh, but we were the walking wounded. There was no combinations. There was no continuity. Um, it was a disaster. Strange that um, James O'Connor is the sacrificial lamb. He seems to play that role um, quite a bit. But, you know, fuck him. We sucked. <laughs> oh, dear, that is very profound, by the way. Uh, okay. And you know what? The thing I would say is well done, Checker. Um, he came with a new game plan. Bomb us into oblivion and we can't catch. Um, he watched the spring box, saw what worked over there and, and played into our weakness and the Argentinians executed and um, terrible for us, but good for the competition that the Pumas have got to win. Mm, absolutely. Uh, what would you say, uh, uh, Jim? Thoughts? What, what can you say two, two weeks after the fact? Mm. Um, look, not a fan of O'Connor, even though I, I picked him, didn't I? Did I pick Noah? Fuck, I don't know. No, I didn't. I picked Noah. I was right. Look, there's not much you can say. It was a shit performance. Uh, boys looked halved up for it. I'm not taking the C team as an excuse. It's not good enough, mate. Um, all those boys res- disrespected the jersey as far as I'm concerned. You know what? I think you're right. I think to lose by that amount, you could understand it's a maybe a C C grade T, but to lose by that 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 uh, that amount is not uh, not acceptable. But um, you're right. I think everything's been said in the media, and I think we probably need to look positively forward to a hopefully a great game of rugby this weekend. And um, a lot of people have echoed those thoughts on, on Twitter, and and we've got some questions here. So um, should we move on to some questions, boys? Yeah, yeah. hit it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, first one, Mick Ryan. Um, who forgot to hit record? I think we kind of already answered that. Uh, so that was Blake. Uh, Blake forgot to hit record last week. Uh, second question from... Uh, uh, Dr. Joshua, uh, when are Blake and Jim getting announces our new 10-15 dual playmaker combo? Waiting for the call. Wait, I thought with Jock coming out, that's half a chance. Yeah, don't expect much in the defensive game, though. I've retired <laughs> both shoulders. Um, what about next one? Uh, we've got from Glenn Phillips, Jock Campbell at 15, yes or no? Blake, what do you think? Uh, my heart says no for, for a few reasons. One, we've got to stop chopping and changing. How many fullbacks have we experimented in the last year or two? Um, and I don't know if he has the body of work. We love that expression to show he's got it. But there is part of me which is really malleable to the argument that we just need to pick a specialist 15 at 15. Um, and, I, and I've been thinking more and more lately, God, we missed DHP. His sort of slow retirement out of the game it was the last fullback we had playing fullback. So I see an argument for, for Jock. I think I'm still a no, um, but fuck, I get it, right? We're playing we're playing everyone else there and and, and we're not getting any fruit. Mm. What do you reckon, Jim? You in? You in doing, doing a great job. Look, I've never been a huge Jock fan. Um, still think he has questionable games at the Queensland jumper. The thing is, as soon as Tom Banks signed the dotted line to go overseas, mate, we had a problem. What did we do to solve it? We threw t- Tom Wright in the position for a week before taking on an international team. What are they not seeing on the paddock and in the season games of the Super Rugby? What are they not seeing that 
that made them blind to how bad of a performance he put together that day. I mean, I've never thought he was a great 15 when he's filled in for there. He's never lights out. He just does one epic thing and then a few shit things. And to me, when you do that, you do the stats like you do, Richard, there with your notebook, like it's there. Like it's bad coaching. It's bad coaching. It's bad decision-making and it's almost like uninformed selection. Um, So, look, if we're going to – we're a bad team, mate. We've got many losses coming up. We've got a lot to get through. I really don't think – putting him in the squad and, and running him around in some of the training sessions is going to do us any harm. Whether you pick him or not, fuck, I don't get paid enough. Make those calls. So to build off what you said there, Jim, is um, I, I disagree with your point with Wright. I, I think he has the skill set to play 15, just had a barrier on the weekend. But he shouldn't be learning his craft in the Wallabies, neither should Jordan Bataille. They need to be doing it at Super Rugby um, before they get picked for the Wallabies. I think that's what's gone on there. But I think the bigger picture is, I think someone said it, that um, the Wallabies selection seems like Super Mario Smash Brothers. Like you're just playing your favourites. You're picking, you're bringing the old classics back. You're picking the all-stars. You're trying to cram in any combination of dudes you heaps into with no rhyme or reason. Um, so, you know, you throw a foley in, that doesn't work, let's chuck a quade in. That doesn't work, let's get Tolulatu to punch someone. Um, it just seems random and, and haphazard, Rennie's approach. It's like he's looking for the panacea. It's like I'm coaching, right, an uninformed person who's like, fuck, let's try Pataire, he might be a freak. All right, didn't work. Let's try right. I think he could be a freak. Fuck, it didn't work. Let's bring back Beal. He can play fullback. Fuck, he can't catch. Uh, what about O'Connor? Way to drop him. Like, it looks like we're trying to pick someone who tomorrow is in the conversation for World 15. When I think when you look at World Rugby, the model of success, it's it's Ireland, right? It's picking better than yeah. mediocre dudes week in, week out, surrounded by a couple of world-class players, and then you start to see him hitting their potential. Um, but I would be guilty of what Rennie's doing because I like I'm looking for the silver I'm looking for that silver bullet that makes us number one in the world again. Uh, but I think it's a slower build than that. I the think with the is- Ireland example, like there's some pretty historic first ballot Hall of Famer type players in some pretty key positions in their squad that's brought all those mediocre players up that extra peg. Precisely. You know? We don't have that. We've got, we're talking like 15th round. There's no one left. We haven't inducted an Aussie in years. Let's give Quaid, who's the most deserving, the Hall of Fame ticket, don't you reckon, Richard? Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Just go back to your point a minute ago, Blake, in terms of you took up being in a panacea, utopia, whatever it is you want to say. I don't think there is a player that has the capacity to get there yet and to, and for that to occur, then they've got to play. But then the counter-argument is you're saying you don't want them to learn their craft within the international scene. Well, unfortunately, what is the actual answer there? Is it a perfect one? Because if you look at all their options, none of them are performing at that level. And if you want to stick and pick, then they actually have to learn their craft. So it kind of defeats the point. Like, well, the who truth is, is, this? is they're not learning their craft, their craft in the uh, Super Rugby. Not learning it. That's what I'm saying. Pick a That's what I'm saying. 15 in Super Rugby, which is why I'm sympathetic to this question. Yeah. Um, but you could argue that Jock didn't even play 15 in Super Rugby. He played on the wing. Yeah. Um, it, it's like it's that lack of a centralised system, whereas yeah. if you wanted Pattaya to be Wallaby 15, well, but you had to tell Brad Thorne that Pattaya plays 15. He would have been fucking injured all season anyway. 
But I mean, that's not helping either, is it? No, like Banks, Banks played 15. He was the 15. He got injured. All right, Callaway's your replacement. All right, fuck, he's injured. All right, Pattaya, he's the future. All right, he's injured. It's pretty rough pickings. Um, so there's com- conversations about strength and conditioning, which makes that a bit tougher. But I feel like, and I guess we'll get to this with the Foley thing, um, that they're looking for the silver bullet rather than recognising yeah, the slow build. And, and I would be guilty of that if I was coach, right? Yeah. So I get it. Anyway, moving on, there's a question from Hugo. says, who wins current Wallaby team full health versus 2015 Wallabies full health? Uh, before, obviously, uh, you give your piece. I think it's the 2000, 2015 was a, was, a, was a great team, got to a World Cup final. And I think the current cohort has some, probably some more individual brilliance, but for me, it would be the, uh, the 2015 team at the moment rather than, than this team at the moment. Would you agree or disagree, Jim? Uh, I would agree that 2015, they're playing with a lot of confidence, mate. Mm. Um, A lot of confidence. Uh, Having success, we had the gold wall. Remember the gold wall? What a wall. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to go 2015. Like? Um, Yeah, I think right now we we might have them pipped uh, up front um, in terms of front row options. Uh, We used to be pretty light on back then. Mm. Um, But, mate, David Pocock, Israel Folau, Will Genia, they're pretty legit players. Um, and, and, and back then, Bernard Foley was real deal. But David Pocock, Israel Folau, Will Genniar. Hurtley Beer was in form. But Those three, was, they, they were, were in a World 15, right? They, they were in a they World were, 15. And to my point, they were a team in inverted commas. They played together for a while. They played club footy together. You know, those combinations were together. Whereas now, I reckon there's some more individual brilliance right now, but I don't, they're not a team. And I think that's why the 15. But I think how well we did at the World Cup glosses over the deficiencies in that team, as it always has. Mm. Like our, our season leading up and our season before and our season after, <laughs> oh, they weren't great. It yeah. just sort of all came together. But I think it, yeah, like I said, Falau, Genia and Pocock were at the height of their powers back then. Talking of, um, of, of Beal and talking about, obviously, the height of his powers at that time, play brilliant. Obviously, uh, Andrew Hoffer's aft. If Beal comes back into the squad, which is obviously what we anticipate, where does he realistically fit in? You've already kind of answered the question that he's not great under the high ball of them, but the tactics at South Africa, New Zealand and Argentina will deploy. That's probably not best. That is his best position in inverted covers, coming off the bench as a utility back, where he can cover multiple positions. Um, thoughts, Blake, what do you think? Um, honestly, I mean, Beal at his best walks into this team right now. But he's not at his best. But, he, but yeah, the, the, I haven't seen him play for a couple of years. I can't imagine he's in shape. Like no. How long has it been since he's played a game of rugby? And he's historically been atrocious under the high ball. So mm. it's sort of, it's probably 10 or nowhere because the way mm. we play 12 under Rennie um, is not a Kirtley Beal-ish 12. So I'm with you. It, it has to be impact off the bench. Um, and he's clearly like he's good enough for it. Uh, I'd I'd be tempted to do it. But again, it feels like the panacea for me. It looks mm. like we're trying to find the bullet to win the game rather than build a team, um, which would be my issue with it. But, hey, if Kirtley Bill gets paid, I'm very excited to watch a First Nations player run around. I'm very excited to watch Kirtley Bill love, run around. I love that shit. What do you reckon, Jim? What's I, I, I just to build off that? I, I what's Kurt, what, what's in it for Kurtley, mate? Really, mm. here's a really bad team about to go up against South Africa, who have got something to prove. You want to come pop on the gold <laughs> jersey for a bit? <laughs> Not really. 
No. <laughs> he's, he's a proud dude, Jim. That's what's in it for him. But I guess if you take that money out of it, like, of course, he would leave for it. Like, he's done so much, man. He's, he's withstood. He was our entire team for a number of years there. But if I were him, I just I would be wary. I don't know if this is something that you really want to get involved in. Because uh, you clearly passed it. He's not going to be able to turn this team around. He merely would be a leadership role, a veteran, sort of someone who would show guys, hey, guys, this is how we train. This is how we adapt. This is how we, you know, show resilience when we're 60 nil down. Uh, we, we still chase our kicks, you know, that style. Mm. If that's what he's keen on doing, man, put the jersey on, sing the song, do all that. But um, I don't know. If I was him, I'd be thinking twice about it. Can I, can I, total digression, but I, I heard a yarn today about, um, you know, sports science and sport and tracking players' performance. I, I heard a story, uh, rugby league team, I think it was under 20s. You know how they all wear the GPS tracker? Yeah. Mm. They were watching, the team was doing the team review on the Monday and the coach pauses it, points out a player, circles him on the projector and says, why weren't you chasing this kick? And he said, oh, mate, I was just stuffed. I'd blown out my lungs. I was cooked. And he went, all right, hold on, minimise that, projected up the GPS tracker and said, your heart rate was 126 then, mate. <laughs> Liar. What's your excuse? You're doing extras. Is that like I, that shit better be happening? So I don't know why you need a leader. I don't know why you need a leader telling him to chase. Like, surely that shit's happening. And I just heard that story and I thought, fuck me, my whole career <laughs> would have been cooked. Every lie oh. I told. Yeah, yeah, huge lie. If that's the level of scrutiny, I would not manage. But I, I, I thought, like, that's happening at schoolboy rugby league. God, I hope that stuff's happening at this level. Of course, it has to be. But yeah, then why are they all injured? Maybe they're pushing themselves too hard, mate. So no, I said there's like, and I got shot down from the heavens, but I stand by, there's a lot of games, man. And to stay motivated over the course of the season at an intensity that they play at, at a physical um, standard that they need to sustain is really t- challenging and difficult. And fuck, they'd be quit at every door. Quit at, I go to the gym for 15 minutes tops. I see quit pop up and I shake its hand and say, where are we off to? <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard. Oh, oh, that's me with any cardio. You're running and you're like, I am cooked. You look, it's been six minutes. How? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, talking of, uh, of, of how, hopefully this is uh, not uh, a not the truth for you guys, but Jack Horton has said when you when uh, Australia or when the Wallabies get knocked out of the quarterfinals uh, in the next World Cup, uh, where do you go in terms of a coach? Is it Eddie? Is it Razor? Is it McKellar? Uh, what are your thoughts, Jim? I've lost. I've lost hope, man. I don't really think it plays that big of a deal. It's been no. an absolute carousel of names come in and out, um, and you got to give them. You got to give them time. You got to mm. give them time to get in there and impose their their philosophy and their belief, their business statement. Um, But, look, I don't think it, you know, really matters as long as they've had some success and they're building off of success. They're not coming back from a rut. I think if they've had success at a a club or a renowned sort of franchise leading into it, you've got to build off of success. You can't just get a random. So whoever's interested in showing success at the time. So Blake keeps talks about this panacea, this, this utopian world. Money is not an option. Who is it? Stick your neck out of the block. Is it? Is it Razor? Is it McKellar? Definitely Scott it? Robertson. It's not even close. How could it be even close? It's definitely Scott Robertson. Every country in the world wants him. Every country in the world wishes they could fuck their coach off and hire Scott Robertson. You just can't do it a year out from the World Cup. 
and New Zealand are definitely behind closed doors kicking themselves that they went to the boys' club and didn't hire Scott Robertson. Everyone uh, was raised him, mate. But if he's literally open market, you take him, don't you? Absolutely, but I, I just don't know. No one's beating the All Blacks, surely, if everyone makes an offer. And then I can't imagine ARU coffers can compete with England when they want Razor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you hear him, you'd rather coach in England, wouldn't you? More players to pick from, blah, 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 blah. So um, what did you just say, sorry? I said more players to pick from. Not a better team, though. Well, that's the first part. I missed the first bit. You'd rather coach. Sorry, I just missed it. Sorry, broke up. It's got to be Razor, right? But it, the, the real story is how quickly the Aussie fans turned on Dave Reddy. <laughs> Last year, couldn't say a bad word about him. If we accidentally intimated at a bad word about him on this podcast, hate mail. People were at my house picketing. This year, it's like, all right, well, once he fucks off, who are we getting? <laughs> People have turned, man. That's the a lot of a coach. It is. It is what it is. We'll turn on Scott Robertson. I look forward to it. He's not coming to Australia, mate. He'd be daft to. He might be the the, the saviour, mate. You know that might be what he uh, wants to nah. uh, to play. No, the role. It'll be if the Tars have a good season next year. It'll be that dude. Okay. Uh, or Dan week. McKellar. Hope not, but it would be. Yeah, I kind of feel the same with Dan McKellar. I'm a Brumbies fanboy. I love him, but I don't know. You know. Yeah. Uh, Question of uh, word of the Lord. How many All Blacks will survive the axe after they lose the Bledisloe to the Wallabies' 17th strength side? 2-0. I love your optimism. I hope you're right. If that's the case, um, Ian Foster's gone and then half the team's cooked. But I reckon as long as they've got Foster, um, even though it looks by all accounts he's not the coach anymore, uh, but if they've got Foster, I think he's he's loyal to this band of players to the end of the next World Cup. Jim? Mm. I think there's absolutely no way. I've got less hope than any years I remember of us actually winning the Bledisloe this year. I know that's not the question, but... Um, You're right, Jim, it's not. Stay on point, please. <laughs> yeah. um, but I guess what I'm saying is job's, his job's safe, but how many would go? Look, Sam Kane's gone, no doubt. No doubt Sam Kane. He's the scapegoat. As Had a blinder on the weekend, though. Apparently, yeah. Mm. Got over the ball very well. It, it was a few. That was the one of the big dis, uh, big uh, things. Was the uh, All Blacks did very well over the ball this weekend, mm-hmm. and he was a big part of it actually. Um, yeah. There's there's quite a few uh, extra questions on here, and uh, just some cracking questions. But I think we should move on to uh, round two of Jim versus Blake in this uh, rugby quiz. What do you think, boys? Hit it, not, not sold on the title, but I, th- I think the, I think the titles. Do you like the title, Jim? Yeah, hit it, G. Rugby quiz. All right. All right. Okay. So basically, first. You got a theme one. tune or what? Uh, you bring, haven't you brought the guitar, mate? I messaged you the other day. No, I'm a contestant, mate. Contestant. Should have heard the song you had last week for the good. press record. Yeah. yeah, seriously, man. Can't believe yeah. you didn't. And, and last week you told me it was Jeopardy. So I was answering everything with a question for like the uh, first first half an hour. And you and you still won. You bugger lugs. What is Quade Cooper? all right so basically boys uh, round one is going to be you've got 30 seconds now in that i'm going to time 30 seconds and you're going to predict basically how many um, teams or players you can name uh, within that 30 second period but you've got a um you've got to gamble how many you think you're going to get so for example if i was to say international rugby teams yeah blake would say four and then, Jim, if you think that he's, uh, you could say five, you say five. 
if you think that Blake's lying, just say to his face, bullshit. And then he's got 30 seconds to try and name the number of, you know, the answer within that 30 seconds. We no take idea. it in turns? <laughs> yeah. So let's go. So, Blake, you get to give your first bid first time. Are we pretending like we played last week because I can't follow these rules at all? I don't know either. What am I saying? How many teams I can name? So basically, round one is 2023 World Cup teams, okay? There are 19 teams, okay? In 30 seconds, how many of those teams do you think you could name? Okay, so Blake will say the number first of all. If you think he's lying... Then you say bullshit, and Blake has 30 seconds to name that amount of teams. He's okay, just so- Googling it, man. I've done <laughs> trivia with this cat. <laughs> I would never. How dare you? How dare you use my name like that? That is outrageous. Okay, Blake, how many? Get in? How many? Is that the question? Uh, yep. Oh, fuck me. 14. 14. All right, Jim, do you want to go 15? Or I'll go 15, Richard. He's crazy. There's no chance. I was never getting 14. <laughs> So I'm naming 15 teams uh, in the 2023 No, 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 Blake, you can go 16 if you want. I'm going to say no, bullshit. I'm good. Bullshit. Bullshit, right. Absolute <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> you got to get, uh, oh, my gosh, 15 teams in 30 seconds. No I Googling. can see oh, your reflection. Like, you never said anything about 30 seconds. Yes, I did say 30 I can seconds. Say, I look at his glasses. Two, I can see a reflection. One, did you hear 30 go, seconds? Blake, go, Australia, New go. Zealand, South Africa, Wales, England, France, Uruguay, Argentina, Georgia. Uh, That's nine. That's not Canada, USA. No, neither of those. Oh. So does, am I out or do I keep going? No, on? keep going. You've got 15 seconds to get six more. This um, is for Italy. Italy. Baby. Italy. Yeah, 10. Yeah. Uh, Five. Spain. Four, oh, no, no, Spain. Three. No, fuck two, you. Fuck you. One I won't seven. play. <laughs> <laughs> He's fairly competitive, Richard. <laughs> What did the fuck you to give it away? Who yeah, didn't make it? America so and Canada, neither of them made it. So at the Jesus. moment, it was France, Ireland, Italy, Uruguay, Namibia, South Africa, Ireland, Scotland, Tonga, Romania, Wales, Australia, Fiji, Georgia, England, Japan, Argentina, Samoa, and Chile. That was um, an atrocious effort, Jim. I didn't hit the. I didn't hit the islands. I should have done mm. them. I can't believe you went higher than fourteen. That's outrageous. I thought I had no chance before that. He's gone higher. That's fantastic. Well, if I had to go higher, I mean. Go ask him, so you ask him now. All right. So, yeah, Jim, you'll get your first uh, <laughs> bet this time for 30 seconds. So, uh, how many um, teams within 30 seconds can you name that have ever played Super Rugby? So, not they don't have to be in the current format. How many franchises can you name that have played Super Rugby within can 30 seconds? Can I just seconds? clarify? Why he's thinking of his number? We don't need their full like state, and is that different? No, you could just go the ACT Brumbies, the Brumbies. Are they just two different the, teams? No, just the Brumbies, the franchise okay. name, just the Brumbies. So the well, I'm not going to give him any more than that. Yeah, so I'll, go, I'll, I'll go, go fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, within uh, thirty seconds. Do you want to go? go I'm going to go fifteen. Fifteen. Do you want to go? Blake, uh, sorry, Jim, are you going to go 16 or bullshit? No, no I watch him. Tell him to his face bullshit. i got to say that word, do I? Yeah. Look I'm not saying eyes. it. That's outrageous, right? <laughs> bullshit, all right. <laughs> all right, you got 15. you got to get 15, Blake. Uh, let's go. Uh, Western Force, Melbourne Rebels, ACT Brumbies, New South Wales Waratah, Queensland Reds, Canterbury Crusaders, Chiefs, Hurricanes, Blues, um, Drua. Moana, 
Go on, put him off. Highlanders. Jim. What are you doing, Jim? You got to put him mean? off his uh, clothes. Sharks. He said that. Said that. Lions. Uh, Stormers. Yeah, you win. Yeah, okay. Get in there. That is that is two deal to Blake right now. Come on, Jim. You got to pull back, <laughs> man. I'm still figuring right. it out, mate. <laughs> still. <laughs> All right. Okay. Round three. Currently, it is two oh, deal oh, to Blake. Twenty. All right, so round three. Yeah, what do you got? No need to. All right, okay, so Blake, you get to put your first bid in. Okay, so in the England-Australia series, how many of the England match day 23 could you name from the Sydney Test match? Okay, Blake, how many have you got? Oh, fuck me. What's the question again? So in the England-Australia series, how many of the England match day 23 could you name from the Sydney Test match? Oh, God. I don't bother to look at those pommy pricks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not, not many. Oh, you got to give I'm, a figure. I'm going to go. Oh, I reckon I'm going to roll to Jimmy. I'm going to, I'm going to give him a layout. I'm going to five. Five, Jimmy. You're going to six or say bullshit. I have to say six, don't I? Six. You don't have to six. Sydney test. Yeah, Blake. Have we got a seven here or no, what? bullshit? I can't do six either. <laughs> no, you can't do six. That's great. I was giving you a layout. Keep it interesting. <laughs> All right, you got 30 seconds, Jim, to name your six England players from the Sydney Test match. Ready? Go. And they're just like 23, right? Yeah. So Owen Farrell. Yeah, one. We'll go Marcus Smith. Two. Um he's at two. Think of the number eight. Come on, you can do this. No, let's not give him in. The number eight. I, I could have got so many. Um, I know I told you was injured. Yeah, you got 10 seconds, Jim. Just not looking at um, no, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I told you played in that game, didn't Five, you? Five, no, four, three, two, one. Gave up ages ago. Two? Uh, the team was from 15 down. Freddie Stewart, Jack Noel, Guy Porter, Owen Farrell, Toby Freeman, Marcus Smith, Daddy Kerr, Ellis Genge, Jamie George, uh, Will Stewart, Ollie Chesson, Johnny Hill, Courtney Laws, Lewis Little, Billy Vonopola, and some finishes as well. So between mm, Dick's on that off the top of his head. Uh, and so so far it is. Th- this is surprising. This is a change of event from last week. This is this is surprising. Uh, next round, okay. How many rounds are there? There's five. Fucking mercy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How many uh, Formula One teams can you name? Blake, you're up. No, it's Jim. I was up last time. No, the winner. The winner goes. <laughs> Hold on. That's all how right. it's always been. I was up last time. How many can you all name, right. Jim? All right, Jim. I can name them all, I reckon. How many are there? You, <laughs> you want to go all of them? You want to go 10? 10? Yeah, i go 10. That's bullshit. Right. That's crazy. He could have gone two and he would have beat me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a 10, Jim. Get, right, back okay, the, get back in the game. Ready? Go. Look. Mercedes, Red Bull, McLaren, uh, Aston Martin, um, Alpha Tauri, Alpha Romeo, um, Ferrari. Uh-oh. Uh, He's slowing down, Blake. He's oh, slowing no. down, Blake. He's going to be 4-0. Oh, crazy. no. He's got oh, 10 seconds. He's always proven is you should maybe be doing a Formula One podcast, but clearly <laughs> not. Four. Three, I need 45. Two, 45 stop. seconds is what it's going to be. It's crazy. This is crazy. So off the top of my head, you definitely... Who did I forget? I forgot, you forgot three. You forgot McLaren. You forgot... Oh, McLaren. Yeah, okay. no. You forgot Williams. No, definitely Williams. Ah, uh, Willie. 
Um, and Always forget you, Willie Jim. <laughs> All we need to know that it is 4 0 now to Blake in this contest right now. All right. Um, last one. Who else I forget? You never told me I forgot. Williams has uh, won. I'll come back to it. Yeah. There's got to be another one that we're missing. Yeah. Um, Alpine. 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 All right. Next one. So, how many since, um, how many of the previous World Cup winners <laughs> um, and the years they won can you name? Okay. But the the teams that won. Yeah. So all of them. Do you go to all of them? All of them. Are you calling it his bluff? Uh, yeah, go do it. it. Yeah, no bullshit. I reckon he can do it, but go for we've it. We've done this before. Uh, Eighty-seven All Blacks, ninety-one Wallabies, ninety-five Springboks, ninety-nine Wallabies, two thousand three England, two thousand and seven Springboks, twenty eleven All Blacks. Sticking. 2015 All Blacks, 2019 Springboks. Oh yes, with five seconds to spare, Blake, you have to you five have... nil, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Favor, isn't it? Uh, okay, I'd like to do one more, and then uh, I've got to change the scenery. All right, so since 2001, I thought it was five rounds. It, it was, but <laughs> all right, we'll change the next one. We'll go to the next one. Okay, quiz. All right, so. Um, it's literally going to be first hand up, which is shit why did he pick 10 Formula One teams? It's crazy. <laughs> All right, first hand up between the two of you. All right, we'll start off with uh, with an easy one. Um, obviously, there'll be no bias in here whatsoever. All right, so first hand up. Um, which teams can test the Blenders like up? Go. Yeah. Jim, you know, so you're saying your name? Oh, it's putting hand up. Yeah, it's just, yeah, Blake. All of these are the All Blacks. The correct answer is Australia and New Zealand. Oh, so, uh, so, Jim, the points to you. Well yeah, done. Yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> uh, congratulations. Uh, which is, this, city... oh, is this a take it all? Oh, absolutely. Oh, so... Uh, yeah, so you're back in the game at 5-1 because Blake was wrong in that last mental. question. All right. Uh, which city was the last uh, to host the Brothers Low Cup outside of Australia? Oh, definitely Jim. Yeah. That's crazy. Hong Kong? Oh, Jim. No, no, it wasn't Hong Kong. <laughs> Blake. Auckland? Oh, you're both wrong. It was Tokyo. Because uh, can I just say outside of New Zealand, as far as I'm aware, Auckland is in, is, is in New Zealand. I'm closer. Jimbo, 2-0. Yep. <laughs> um, when did Australia last win the Bladders Lake Cup? Yeah. Yes, Blake? Fuck, I just put my hand up. 2002? That is correct. 2002, yes. Yeah, um, who is the highest scoring player in Bladersloe Cup history? Yes, Jim. I didn't actually cheat that time. Yes, Jim. Dan Carter? Yes, correct. Dan Carter is the answer. Yes. Um, which player has the most Bladersloe Cup appearances? Yes, Jim. Again. <laughs> I did. I just cheated. put my hand up. It's crazy. I win every time. If this was um, a video podcast. Richie McCall? That is correct. Well done, yes. This is actually, before I might have cheated, but this is actually, Jim, your reaction time is outstanding. Yeah, doing good. Um, still concerned that Blake thinks Auckland is in not in New Zealand when he, he teaches geography. geography. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Are you getting mugged, Richard? What's going on with your audio? Uh, sorry, man. Just laughing so much at this. Uh, this. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, Lord Bledisloe, who the cup is named after, was president of which English club for 70 unbroken years? I tell you, it's either Harlequins, Leicester, 
Lindney or it's definitely uh, not Lindney. One of those <laughs> Cross three. that one off. Harlec- it's either Harlequins, Leicester, or Lindney. Blake. Blake Saints. Leicester. Obviously. Jim, do you want to correct? Do you want to have a go? Harlequins or Lindney? <laughs> Harlequins? No, it was Lindney, actually. Why did you like stutter on it? Yeah, yeah. Lindy, like it's some word you invented. Well, I thought you two would be knowledgeable about uh, Lord Bladdersloe, no? No. No, I heard he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, next one. All right. Oops. What we have is uh, Bowden Barrett equaled which player's individual record for tries scored in a single match when he dotted down four times. Yes, four times in Auckland in 2018. Uh, was did he? Who did he match? Anyone know? Either of you know? I'm going to go Drew Mitchell. No. Namibia. No, no, no. In a Bledisloe game. Oh, in a Bledisloe oh, game. A oh, hold on. Well, that changed. That's, well, hold on. Uh, in a Bledisloe game. I'll go Rokothoko. Mm, good guess. Not a terrible guess. Know. I'm going to go oh, Christian Cullen. No, the answer is Greg Cornelson. Obviously, Greg Greggy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, he's good. I thought you'd have. He's another Lindy bloke. Yeah, he's, he was mates <laughs> with the Lord. <laughs> That's true. Oh, Jesus. I think this podcast has lost all credibility now. Thanks to your trivia, Richard. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just trying to be, trying to be uh, make it hilarious for you. Am I the winner right, yet or what? You got to win one. You got to get two more. Okay, let's see no. if you get this. So this I is we're double just going point. until he's caught up. <laughs> I'm yeah, already in the lead. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who? Random question, but let's see if you can get this. I reckon one of you will. Who was the 777th Australian to become a Wallaby? Richard, you're the stats man. That's true. It'd just be a recent debutant, wouldn't it? Oh, Blake, here we go. Uh, DV of the recent two. Debutant. D- no, DV of the two initials. Oh, what? Now he, oh. oh, hold on. Yeah, both of you DV. could away. DV. DV. Vickerman? Dan Vickerman. Dan Vickerman is correct. Yes, well done. Yes. Uh, okay. David Campesi played at exactly 100 rugby internationals. True or false? Never heard of him. Pronounced like that. Uh, but how many super rugby games? False. No, rugby internationals. The answer is, is false. Well done. He played 101? in 101. Yeah, he did. Well done, Jim. And for the, and for the win... And for the win. <laughs> there was double points the one before this. Uh, this is for the win. <laughs> Australia has always worn gold jerseys. True or false? False. False. Is They're orange. Oh, I got in there first. I got in there first. Mental. Uh, you did, but you said orange, and that is that is incorrect. They played a green jumper at one point. So, yeah, and a white uh, one. Yeah, so um, unfortunately, Blake, uh, that is two weeks in a row you've... Uh, a, a little bit I short. don't really understand the rules, but what is Quade Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> I still uh, I still never understand why you picked 10 Formula One teams. <laughs> All right. Thank you for engaging in my little quiz uh, today, boys. Hope you had a bit of fun. Um, I had a few more questions, but I think now I know Jim's one, I think we should leave it there. All right. Well, I just got one last rugby question for you, boys. Bernard Foley, what do you reckon? No good. Move on. Get a lead. E- Ethan Hawke's done. Done, man. It's another Band-Aid to a deep scar burn. Yep, I agree with Jim. Move on. And, and obviously I think we all think the solution is pick and stick Noah, but yep. surely at some point he he hasn't delivered. 
I, I, I just think it depends who we're comparing it with. If you if Quaid was fit or James O'Connor was all firing, as we said, there may be an option. But I still go back to the fact we need to pick and stick with now. He's done okay. He needs to needs to develop. Um, I understand the, the idea that you shouldn't develop in the international rugby scene, but I think he is much more of a long-term option and chopping and changing is not the right for him. So. I think Dave Rennie's looking around the, the locker room and seeing and thinking, fuck, not one of these kids have been in this position before. How can I expect them to get out of it? Mm. So he's looking for someone who has. Well, it's, it's, unless he loves old dudes, I don't know. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> Can't have much. Mm. You've had it enough. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Well, I think we've lost all credibility and we had a lot going in. I didn't. I'm up. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Jim. <laughs> madness. <laughs> I'm up 2-0, baby. Yeah. Get in there, Jim. <laughs> I don't understand any of this. <laughs> oh, oh, all, all right, right, boys. It's good to chat. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right.